There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to A Stab in the Dark, the UK TV podcast that investigates the worlds of crime fiction and TV crime drama. My name's Mark Billingham and I'm not going to say too much in this episode because our man with the spyglass, our roving reporter Paul Hirons, has got a special treat for you. All I'll say is it's a good idea to pour yourselves a damn fine cup of coffee and get yourself a big slice of cherry pie. Paul, it's over to you. Yes, thank you, Mark. Now, rewind back to 1990, and I was a young 15-year-old whippersnapper with a little black-and-white TV in my bedroom in my little Warwickshire village, and this new TV show, created and directed by David Lynch, was about to come on, and... Well, it blew my mind and it captivated the nation. Now, one of the most interesting characters from the original series who we're going to be talking to today was Audrey Horn, who was played by Sherilyn Fenn. Now, she was the daughter of hotel magnate Benjamin Horn, and she was a, a really complicated, alluring, dangerous character, but there was an element of danger about her. Uh, she was just one of those characters that so many people really took to and really loved. So I managed to catch up with Sherilyn at the recent Twin Peaks UK Festival. And for me, it was a real treat. So I hope you enjoy it too. Sherilyn, thank you so much for joining us on A Stab in the Dark. Welcome. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. How do you feel when you come to signings and festivals and conventions like this. I mean, it must make you feel incredible, right? Yeah, it really does. Um, Initially, I was hesitant a couple years ago to do it. I just, I couldn't imagine what it would be. And then um, you come to find out that connecting with the fans, the people, the sacred family, um, they have amazing perspectives sometimes. And it's wonderful. I'd much rather talk to them than studio executives (laughs) (laughs) and I guess this question well it's a two-part question really but it kind of follows on on from that there's a a lot of love from the fans Um, the entire cast were incredible and the story itself uh, but it actually kind of transcended out of the whole kind of David Lynch uh, cult phenomenon Mm. into the mainstream I remember British tabloids having um, who killed Laura Palmer on their on their front pages you know what do you think it was about the show that kind of made made it break out of that kind of cult. Hmm. I mean, I think one thing that was interesting was that we were on regular television for the first season. And so you have standards and practices that are basically trying to sit on David and, and not allow him to do certain things because it's primetime television. And this was, you know, all those years ago and, very little was allowed. Um, I personally think because of that, the envelope was pushed and it just, it, it added to this tension. Um, and I think we were starved for good shows back then. Um, I think there's many, many good shows now, but 
back then there was just nothing like it. it. I mean, we all have said it. There was things that would just insult people's intelligence and just like, come on, you know. Um, we turn to entertainment to, to, to grow. I do, to, to laugh, to grow, maybe to see things about myself that I didn't know. Um, yeah, so... And I guess the follow-up question is, um, it's obviously come back for the return. Um, what has made it endure all those years? Is it the same qualities that you spoke about there, do you think? You know, I, it's really a, a, a strange phenomenon to me that I don't really have the answer. I, I, I can't, I'm sure everybody would say it's something else, but I'm, I'm sure grateful to have been a part of something that stood the test of time. That's amazing. Okay, let's, let's talk about Audrey. Um, well, let's rewind back to the, the late 80s. Where were you in your acting career and, I guess, your life before you got the Twin Peaks call? I was working. Um, I was 24 playing 17 in Twin Peaks. Um, and I'd been working since I was 17, 18 years old, just doing different films, different television shows, um, but, but nothing that really hit. That was a cool thing about you know, meeting David, it was just a meeting. Um, he just meets people, doesn't read them. And Audrey Horn was not in the script. She, he created her for me, which was like the most amazing thing. I read that, right? You went along to the audition and the character of Audrey didn't exist, right? So how did that work? Well, it's, I always say it's David Lynchland. Um, David doesn't read actors. He's very intuitive. He, 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 he understands and, and really uh, relies on and respects his gut intuition about pretty much everything. And so he looks at pictures, eight by tens, and decides, I want to meet this, 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 you know. And then I, I imagine that I came in like most of girls my age for either Donna or um, Shelley. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the funny thing was it, was, it was the first interview where somebody had told me to just be myself. And I'm shy when I first meet people. So I was just kind of quiet and I was being myself. And he asked a lot of questions and, you know, and I thought it went okay, whatever. I left and the casting person called and said, I should have been more positive. You know, why was she acting like that? And, and then a week later they called and said he's written her a role. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> and then it turns into like, something that I never imagined from the pilot to the first script. I, the first script I opened, I had scenes, like, <laughs> like whole scenes. Wow. I was like, this is great. <laughs> so, I mean, Audrey felt like this kind of incredible, iconic character in the series because um, the way she dressed, the way she acted, she felt like a kind of almost like a separate entity to <laughs> kind of everyone else in the show. Um, what were your initial thoughts about Audrey? And did you feel that of her character? Uh, no, I didn't. I just knew that I, I paralleled her in that I was a young woman. I was discovering my power. I was, you know, very romantic and could just fall in love overnight. And so it was just, um, and I wasn't that important, which made me able to wear my own sweaters and not have to like to do all these things that made her a little bit different, so having you, you, no idea that this would happen. You brought a lot to the role in terms of style and, uh, and kind of clothes and all the rest my of My clothes, wow. my sweaters, my, you know, my watch. My, whenever I see it, I laugh. I'm like, that's my stuff. It's gone. <laughs> I'll never see it again. I mean, but was she saying all that? Was she a hard character to play? Because she had um, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I think 
one of David Lynch's key themes is duality within a person. Mm-hmm. So there's good and bad. Mm-hmm. With Audrey, uh, she was just coming into young womanhood. Mm-hmm. She knew that she exerted some sort of power over, especially men. She was understanding sex. Um, See, I don't think she, she was. Do you I, think so? No, because A, she was a virgin. Mm-hmm. I think that she desperately wanted attention. I, she didn't get attention from her father. No. She didn't, he didn't care. And when a young woman doesn't have that, they end up searching for it, you know, in sometimes the wrong places. Um, and, and, and that's how we meet her. She's causing trouble. She's doing, where's dad? He's in there. I'm going to go, like, do something. Um, but she was, it always seemed like a vulnerable side to her as well, you know. Very broken. Yeah. Very broken. Very, and, and that, you know, broken because she was hurt, you know, didn't feel loved. Um, didn't like the way her brother was treated either. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she, you, you, you met a vulnerable young woman that was seeking and 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 doing it in a really typical way. I'm going to take off the shoes and put on the pumps. I'm going to do the opposite of what they tell me to do. I mean, it's very young. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. Rebellious. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that she was like vamping it up. Mm. She was like, she thought she loved him. That was yeah. it. Yeah, it was her first It's love, like when right? you think you're in love with somebody and he will be my knight in shining armor that I will ride away together and I never have to deal with this stuff again. And it felt like a rites of passage for Audrey in Twin Peaks as well. She was learning to grow up. She was experiencing mm-hmm. love. Do you think that's the case as well? A hundred percent. And we have to talk about the dance, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, was that something that David came up with and allowed you to kind of improvise or what was the story behind the it, dance? It, it was never choreographed ever ever any dance um and what the first time we the first dance in the uh first season we arrived at the set to shoot and Lara and I and and David said um everybody take a break get a cappuccino we're rewriting the scene and you're gonna dance and I right. was like what scared like really scared so if you, you look closely a... my hands are shaking a little no oh, really? I, didn't, I didn't know anything i'm like why am i dancing who am i dancing with by myself you know and he goes we wrote you a song and you're gonna love it and i just want you to go over there and, and just groove just so he didn't give you a chance to think about it really, no. right you were just pitched in there with a yep. deep end okay then <laughs> and fast forward 27 years you had to kind of dance again as mm-hmm. audrey i mean was that something that you were expecting or what was the deal with the dance in The Return? I wasn't expecting it at all, I, at mm. all. Um, I, I th- and I, again, same thing in thinking about it, I didn't choreograph it. I knew that it wouldn't be the same because she's many years older, do you know what I mean? And um, I remember calling my friend and saying, do you think I should just like choreograph it or should I just go with it? And they said, just go with it. Yeah. She said, go with it. Don't just trust. Were you a little less nervous this time around? I, I, I was kind of nervous because all those people were there. I mean, before yeah, on yeah. the set, it was so small. Uh, you know, it was just a few of us. And, and this is like a whole group of people like swaying and stuff, <laughs> so, you know, which is cool. I just closed my eyes. Yeah, I was nervous. Sure, I was nervous. And then David at a certain point said, do it like the other, you know, when you danced before. And I said, I don't remember what I, I didn't, I, you know, that wasn't planned. And I'm not 24 anymore. So I. You know, I yeah. tried to, I think it was just in the beginning, he he would ask for it to be a little bit slower and then I could, right. you know. 
I think it's an extraordinary scene because you're right, and this counts for a lot of things in the return. People, I guess, forgot that 27 years have passed, and so these characters have aged. And Audra's been through a heck of a lot since the end of series two, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, when... When he, you got the call to kind of uh, be asked, I'm sure you kind of said yes straight away. Um, did you have an idea of how you wanted Audrey to Absolutely. Have you did? Yeah. Um, and it kind of conflicted with what other people thought right. because I wanted to honestly be in every episode. Yeah. Sorry, I did. I wanted to be in every episode. I'm like, just like a little scene. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I, you know, in my mind, and it sounds really silly, but and I've shared it with other people, mm. but I thought if we do Twin Peaks again, I'll live happily ever after. Right. And then chaos ensued. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. so was it, I mean, you say, say that, but was it a good experience? I mean, you, you must have made some super tight friends from, you know, the original series. So this must have been great experience. It, it was great. Definitely great. But of course, I wasn't with anybody that I knew. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's not like I got to... Yeah. Do maybe what I would have liked to have done. Yeah, sure. Um, but it was a great experience because David is an amazing director and he's a wonderful person and he's a maestro. He just is, he has, what he wrote was really hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but he knew what he was doing. And it is incredible, isn't it? Because Audrey does play a very small role in it. But it's a, again, it's a very memorable role in it. And there's been so many fan theories about... Audrey's kind of development, where she is, what she's doing, where does she end up? Do you have your own, or just like, as David Lynch says, we look into things too much. Do we have to understand everything? Yeah, understanding's overrated, because right, it okay. changes every time you turn around if you're evolving as a person. Um, did I have... I'm sorry, what was your question again? I just wonder whether you had your own theories about it. I definitely had my own theories about it, um, and they didn't necessarily parallel other people's theories. Right. <laughs> um, and first, uh, besides that, I want to say it was and continues to completely warm my heart that people love her and that people care about her and people wanted her to come back. Um, and I would venture to say that some people in Twin Peaks were surprised and yes. thought that it could just we could just blow off Audrey and... <laughs> being someone who's been abandoned many times, it really, that's part of the reason why I go to these festivals because the people are so kind yeah. and they're so loving and they love my character and that's my heart and soul. And they love you too. It's not Thank just you. the character, it's I true. must Thank say. Um, having read lots of your blog stuff, your blog stuff is amazing. And anyway, we won't, we won't talk about that. That's okay, whatever you want. Um, just going to wrap up because the food's coming in if you hear a few bit of clanking and whatnot. Okay. Um, I'm interested. Um, Whenever I speak to actors who have, who have a very close connection with their character, um, it's kind of like the, the lines are blurred a little mm -hmm. bit, and especially with a character that you've lived with for a long time, whether you've been playing her or people just talking about her to you. Mm -hmm. um, now, how much of yourself did you pour into Audrey? 100% heart and soul. Everything. I would say things, and sometimes they'd end up my dialogue. And I I'd say my hands are itching. Isn't that weird, David? And then next week it's in my dialogue. Wow. And I, so. also, I also read that your brothers saw and said, yep, 
that's the brat that we <laughs> That was like you, just a little brat. <laughs> they totally wasn't just like you. <laughs> okay, and that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Um, but on, conversely, um, what has she given you? Hmm. Confidence? Or Definitely a, a confidence or like a... I mean, we shouldn't look to the outside for who we are. However, if you do, my, my, my dream was always do some work that will stand the test of time. And this did, and she did, and I, I'm just incredibly grateful because it's very much of my heart and soul. Yeah. Because that's also the way I work. You know, blurring lines, for me, the lines are always blurred because my work is about illuminating the human struggle, not in my imagination, but in my, do I have the, the courage to really reveal sure, sure. through these lines? Yeah. Um, so we're going to wrap this up. Okay. Where, where are you in your life now? And are you in the Twin Peaks landscape? Is it kind of one and the same? Uh, things going all right now? Oh, things are much better than where Audrey was in Twin Peaks <laughs> for Sherilyn. Um, yeah, she's in a much better place. Um, I've written a children's book, which is fabulous, called No Man's Land, and um, a company published it. Um, cool. And honestly, I've been doing this since I'm 17, and I'm 52. And I feel like there's so many things in the world to do. Yeah. And if the right things present themselves, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. But I'm really open. I've also been teaching acting to some people oh, wow. and just doing different things and, and also raising my children, which yes. is the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, where can we get your stuff from? You've got a website, right? Oh, yeah. I have a website, uh, www.sherilynfenn.love. And also Amazon has my book, No Man's Land. Okay, cool. Well, Sherilyn, um, I, I can't tell you how much of a treat this is to meet you. Uh, and thank you very much for joining us. Absolutely, my pleasure. And Mark, it's back to you in the studio. Thanks, Paul, and thank you, Sherilyn. Twin Peaks, The Return, is now out to buy on DVD. We'll be back again in 2018 with more of the biggest names in crime fiction and crime drama. We have some amazing names lined up for you. But in the meantime, you can find out more about A Stab in the Dark at uktv.co.uk slash astabinthedark or get in touch with us on Twitter, hashtag astabinthedark. Don't forget to subscribe, review and rate us on your podcast app. And just a quick reminder, you can watch the best crime drama every day on UK TV channels Alibi and Drama. There's loads of Miss Marple, Death in Paradise, Sherlock, Father Brown, Murdoch Mysteries. It's all there. Thanks to our producers Paul Hirons and Joel Porter. And thanks to you, our listeners, who've tuned in throughout the year. We'll be back soon. But until then, my name's Mark Billingham and thanks for listening. (laughs) 